Hello everyone and welcome again to the Here and There show. My name's Carl. And I'm Missy. And we're back about a week later than... You know, we've become regular. What? This is crazy. Oh my gosh, we might have to keep this up, Madden. What? But how? Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I checked this morning. I went online and I'm like, did help freeze over? No. So it's just exciting that we're together in a week. Doing and a show. Doing, doing a show. It's amazing. It's a miracle. My dad will be so proud if he was still talking to me. <laughs> oh, Mr. Madden, Mr. Jerry Madden, he'll be proud of us. I know. Well, he, I think he needs his his uh, his here and there fix. I think that's what it is. A fix of here and there. Just, he needs his just, fix in here and there. I know that. We do good like a medicine. You think so? How are you, Madden? I'm fine. I'm a, a bit hot. We're, we're getting a little bit of a mini heat wave here in the UK. A little bit of one. A little bit, yeah. A little, little bit. bit. <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm in a little bit of a hot thing too. Where I'm really? Wow. Yes, it's it's about 98 degrees where I am Fahrenheit. I don't know what that is in Celsius. Well, I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. <laughs> it's just hot. It's just. Sweaty, short, hot. We have to run the air. Hey, here's a question. Do your cars there in England come with air conditioners in them? Some do. If you've got a bit of money, they do. Yeah? yeah. I was just wondering, you know, because, well, do most homes come with air conditioners? No, no. we don't. No. We just have heat, like, central right. heating. We don't have stuff to make it cooler. We have stuff to make it hotter. That's what I'm saying. So I was wondering if the cars, if your cars just, they don't either. It's like air conditioner. They don't need that. They need windshield wipers. Well, the problem is our houses are built in Britain, but our cars ain't built in Britain. Oh, that's true. So, so we just get that's them from other countries. True. So you just have to, you just have to get the fans going and Wind drink a lot down. of cold beer, right? Well, not while you're driving. They frown upon that. Oh, no, that's not what I mean. I mean at home. I mean at home. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do all the time. I'm just trying to cool down when I'm drinking all the booze. Oh, you could bathe in it. Um, yes, but then I wouldn't want to drink it. <laughs> you know, like you do those alcohol baths to cool you down. You could do it with beer. Same thing. You just no, no, be malty. A malty smell. Oh, no, you could do that like a spa. You know, they have like the hot rock treatments where they... They're the mud baths. <gasps> what are you suggesting? Hot tear beer cans? A beer bath. You could come up with some gobbledygook about how it's good for the skin and it purifies the pores and I don't know. This would be kind a, of fun. This be another one of our like self-help club things. Yes, and use. but but you know every beer bath would come with like a giant straw. <laughs> so you could just sit there. I don't know. As no, long as, well, you could always pour the beer back into the cans or the bottles afterwards as long as you didn't end up with slightly more beer than when you started with. You're okay. Well, there's that. I mean, you could Take it home with you to go containers. I don't know. I don't know. But you know what I do know? What's that? Is that somebody wrote on my Facebook page. Um, it was our lovely friend, Teresa. And she put on my Facebook page a link to 10 things you should know before you marry an Englishman. And I read them all. Uh oh And I, and I did. And I don't, I don't know Mr. Madden. If mm. these are right or not. I don't know. Let's go through them, shall I'm going to quiz you. Okay, you're going to tell me if this is bunk. This is from a website called smittenbybritain.com. I like it already. And it's 10 Things You Should Know. It's by a guest blogger. Um, 
Who's the blogger's name? Lisa. Just says Lisa. Lisa. Lisa Paul. Lisa Paul. Okay. And Lisa is married to an Englishman for more than 25 years. So she, she knows things. So Uh-oh. these are her. She said, over the years, people have told her, oh, it must be so much fun, you know, married to an Englishman. And of course it is. Whole, the whole Downton Abbey thing of it all. Yeah, and we all like that. So, <laughs> I'm so posh all the time. Actually, when I finish hey. the podcast, I actually talk around, I walk around talking like this, you know. Hey, totally good. I, have to, good. I have to downgrade it when I do the show to appear like that cockney <laughs> oik. So, okay, so she said she doesn't mean to warn anyone off the English. They're hilarious often when they least mean to be. I don't know what that means. And Englishness is a perfect complement to Americanness. So I think that's right. It works for us. Eh, Madden? I indeed. <laughs> All right, here's the first one. Join in. All right. Lay it on me. Number one, the re- thing you should know before marrying an Englishman, you will pick up his accent. He will never lose his <laughs> Well, <laughs> you've picked up some of my words. I know that. Oh, bollocks I have. <laughs> fanny, fanny, fanny. But, but, but she says not everyone will go, you know, full on Madonna with the fake accent. But you will, you will find yourself morphing into Power the Ranger. Englishman, not the Englishman morphing into you. He will not assimilate. We, that's right. Even the Borg had a damn good try and they couldn't get Picard. Even though he was playing a Frenchman. And the accent. What the hell? That was, that was uncanny. It's my cell phone. Sorry about So I mentioned that. Picard and suddenly Star Trek starts ah, playing. That's blasphemy. We don't talk about the original series and Picard is the same. Ooh. Take that back, Maddie. Anyway, it just says that, that Madden, your accent will get thicker when you talk to your mother on the phone or when you're watching the BBC. The BBC. Is this true? Um, I'll tell you what, when I, when I went to Florida the other year, I did notice that when I went and started talking to the various people there, my I seemed to develop my accent even to be more British than it currently is. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Do you think you were... Do you, Why is that? Do you think you were trying to to say I'm not one of you? No, listen, I was, no, listen no. to the way I pronounce this. No. I was trying to make sure they didn't mistake me for an Australian. Because they've only <laughs> known one. They've only known Crocodile Dundee, and that's it. So you made sure you didn't say good day, mate. Good day, mate. No, nope. and you were fine. All right. So you will never lose your accent. Just know that if you if you if you end up moving to the United States, you'll never lose your accent, man. I'm not sure about this, no. Because I I worked I used to work at a place where there was an Australian working with me, and I was with him all day long. And all we it was only me and him working in this like confined space. So we chatted yes. all day long, and I noticed. After a month or so, I started picking up his lilt. Because if you if you've talked to an Australian, the Australian accent always seems to rise to, towards the end of the sentence. It does. So it everything up. sounds like a question because it always, right. all of a sudden it goes up. Right. And my mate suddenly started, to, one, one day we're in the pub and my mate suddenly turns to me and goes, why are you talking like an Australian? <laughs> I went, I'm not. Am I? <laughs> Am I? It went up. <laughs> Ah, you know how that is in the states. Is if I go to if I go to like Texas or Georgia or Florida, forget it. I will start twanging that southern thing, just and I don't even know I'm doing it. My kids will tell me, "Mom, stop it!" <gasps> it just happens. Uh oh. Oh well, it just you happens. You're, you're gonna be in serious, serious trouble when you come to the UK. Then oh, you're gonna 
Because it's all Mary Poppins and all, you know. All right, number two, <laughs> oh, number, two. number two. Okay, here we go. Yeah, but let me finish the whole thought before you go. Uh-uh. Mm. Or you, you might just go. Mm-mm. Okay, before I go. number two. He. I hope that was a buzzer <laughs> from the computer. That's all I'm saying. He had a deprived childhood. Not your family life, but television. You missed the Brady Bunch and and all okay so this has to do with children you've never haven't seen low budget until you've seen british children's programming bloody cheek <laughs> we're talking budget so low the props could have come out of that play you and your second grade friends once put on in the backyard cheeky mare <gasps> wombles Hey, Womble, wombles the wombles, they had it going on. They had it going on, those wombles. They did. So I'm just... Mm, mm. Well, as, just we, is... as we discussed last week, right, we got most of your shows anyway. Well, I know. And then but we she's, ha- we... she says, take... What are, what are Daleks? Daleks, Doctor Daleks Who, Daleks right? from Doctor Who. Daleks. <laughs> Daleks. So she says, does anyone else think they were made out of trash cans? Or am I the only one saying that the robot has no clothes? Hang because on there now. was no money for sets or special effects, it was written in that the da- da- Daleks couldn't climb stairs. Listen, I'm not the absolute bottom of the barrel for Englishmen of a certain age is Captain Pugwash. <coughs> I was wrong, with Captain Pugwash. <laughs> That's a, what a name! And he's like his crew, like especially Seaman Staines. I mean, he was fantastic. It just, but just be aware before you diss Captain Pugwash. That scene an Englishman 50 or older cry is not a pretty sight. <laughs> <laughs> what mean, was Captain Pugwash there, man? He was a, it was a children's tra- ca- uh, cart- uh, not cartoon, animated series, and it was all sort of cardboard cutouts, and they'd move slowly, and he'd have adventures on the sea. And To tell you the truth, I can't remember it that well. There, it's, you it's, were not a fan. Well, not really. It was, it's most famous over here for having a character, as I said, called Seaman Staines. Nuh-uh. Yeah, seriously. We had loads you are of little... no way. No, I am serious. We had loads of little funny, weird things like that in our childhood um, programs. Oh, gosh. Like we, sexual we content. If you, you take it the wrong <laughs> way. I, I, I have no idea if the, the producers put them in there intentionally. It was, it was just it's an innocent age. For the parents. Yeah. So no, they right. snigger. Number three, Madden. Uh-oh. He will like <clears throat> pigs. Um... Well, we like bacon, sausage. No. I don't want to... Oh, but it is. The the author theorizes it has to do with the Englishman's innate fondness for bacon and sausages. Yes. Bangers. But, but, if a life, it doesn't matter if you're a lifelong city boy, if you give an Englishman a cookie. No. If you give an Englishman a little bit of farmland and the first thing he thinks about aren't horses or chickens, but pigs. Do you think it's true? <laughs> is that true, Madden? Uh, uh, as I drive around the M25, which is the road that circles London, yes. you'll notice there's quite a few pig farms. And apparently the reason they exist because a lot of them are owned by dodgy East End gangsters that when they want to get rid of someone, they just put them on the pig farm. Ooh. Yes. You mean in in, in their entirety, like to work it or in pieces? In pieces, because then... Oh! The, I know, it's lovely, isn't it? So, no, but we do like our, we do like our pork products, even probably more so than you do. 
Um, so Which I find hard to believe. And I find that hard to believe too. But we have the real bacon. We don't have the streaky bacon. Don't even start with me. No. You and you and Rankin. True. Don't even start with me. Oh my gosh, no. Streaky bacon. Give you streaky. I like streaky. No, so do I. I streaky all the time. So do I. But I was just want to say, you, you need to come have the real stuff at some point. Oh, it's like a pork chop. No, it's not. It's really It's skinny. like a thin pork chop. Yeah. I had Irish bacon, which I'm pretty sure is pretty close to English bacon. My my meat market carries it. I'm like, oh, Irish bacon? It has the word bacon anywhere in it. Give me a pound. Give me a pound. Turkey um, bacon. I got home, and it was it was real. No. <laughs> no. Take that back. Uh-uh. Take it back now. Um, and it was it was it was like a it was thin it was like a really thinly sliced pork chop. It's there wasn't enough fat on it to like get that fatty crunchy. There wasn't any of that. It was just like a thin pork chop. I said, "What is this? This isn't real bacon." And my kids are like, "What is this?" I said, "I don't know. They call it Irish bacon, but I think it's just a thin pork chop." Can you hear that? I'm getting buzzed by a helicopter outside. <laughs> it's like a plane. Dear God, listen to that. This is my phone, and now it's bad. The forces are conspiring against us because uh, they don't want us to a podcast in a week, but by gosh, we're going to do it. No Bring it on, us. world. Yeah, come on. Fiery reps in the back. Okay, next one. <clears throat> His shoes will be perfect. <laughs> what? You carefully polish both the tops and the soles of your footwear. Okay, much younger Englishmen may wear shoes that aren't polished, but they will be the height of hipster fashion. This is true for a vast majority of blokes, but not me, because I couldn't <laughs> care less. I wear trainers that are three, four years old. Trainers? Oh, don't you know what trainers are? Tra are those like tennis shoes? Yes, or you'd call them sneakers. Sneakers, you wear trainers. Trainers sound like something that you're like you're learning to walk in them. <laughs> well, I did that. <laughs> That's when I stagger out the pub. I have to relearn how to walk over again. Oh, okay. Well, she says that if you don't believe her to look at any the footwear of any of the top English bands, and boom, and that and that you like your shoes. Most Englishmen like their shoes, so be sure to surrender lots of closet space. <laughs> To a vast shoe collection. Yeah, would, yeah, I'd be fighting for that. That's not that bad. These oh my god, number five is totally true, man. And you ready? This okay. one, I just vegetables will be an issue. Ugh. Ah! Englishmen hate them. They're terrible. They don't taste of anything. You will tolerate peas and carrots, but anything orange, forget it. <laughs> well, carrots are orange. What kind of crazy carrots is she having? I don't know. Any of the wonderful vegetables, like pumpkin, yeah. they absolutely draw the line at pumpkin and don't even think about beets. Beets. I suppose that's beetroots. Mm-hmm. Those, those purple, you know, beets. Yeah, they're all right. We got the beet. We got the beets. Beets, bears. That's it. No, we don't. Like, you know, Brussels sprouts and lettuce and cabbage. Ugh. No, we don't want that stuff. We don't. Have you ever seen like a British meal, apart from the roast? No. Well, they're like fry our fried breakfast is like lots of bacon, sausages, <laughs> strangely enough. Hmm. Um, beans. The beans count as a vegetable. What Wait. is Branston pickle? Branston pickle. It's um, it's something you spread over your food and it gives it a bit of a tang to it. But don't ask me what's in it because I've suddenly forgotten. <laughs> well, she said the only vegetables most encounter are in Branston pickle. So it's like a sandwich spread. Yes. Okay. Yes. 
Oh, well, there we go. Smear it all over your cheese, Arnie. So I, I would suppose that like kale or Swiss chard would oh. be. Oh. Oh dear, kale sounds disgusting on its own. Yeah. I'm tasting it. I did those kale chips. I did them once. I did them twice. To be fair, I will never do them again. There's just there's no. <laughs> you just it's apples and oranges. Potato chip, kale chip. Mm -mm. Oh. Okay, number six. Uh oh. He will be a slave to fashion. <laughs> again, no. <laughs> Not me, anyway. Oh, so uh, there are so, there are boy there are like lads over here that do pay serious too much attention to what they wear and stuff. Okay, Carl, who's your most fashionable British friend? Um, I gotta say my brother. My brother's probably the most fashionable person oh. I know. He's always he... going out buying clothes and shirts and different sorts of jeans oh. and new shoes. <laughs> Is he posh? Posh. No, no, he's ca casual. Smart casual. Oh. Yeah. Okay, but I so don't do that. I just buy a t-shirt for like four quid from Tesco's and that's me done for like a week. Well, she claims that the British are actually more fashionable than the French, just in a more subdued and ultimately confusing Well, way. we are, because all the French wear are those striped blank are like jumpers, aren't they? So, with onions. Jumpers with onions? <laughs> no, the stripy jumpers with the berry. What kind of jumper? Like the, a, what? French, what French people with a with the striped jumper and the berry on and onions hanging around their neck. Isn't that how all French people <laughs> dress? A jumper. Jumper. Sweater. Oh, a sweater. Oh, dear gold. <laughs> I was like picturing them with like these little overalls on. It's like no, they don't, Madden. Okay, so a sweater with stripes on them. Yes. And a beret. And a beret. A berry. And, and onions around their neck. Yes, come on. You must have seen the stereotypical Frenchman. Why would they have an onion around their I neck? I don't know. To come That's the fact weird. they've got no deodorant. I don't know. I would picture them with like wine in their hands, but not onions. That's, I don't know who's coming up with those caricatures, man. <laughs> I wouldn't trust those. All right. Number seven. There is a little Lord Grantham in all of them. <laughs> Especially that's, in the That's country. no little Lord Grantham in me. I can tell you that right now. Who is Lord Grantham? We have no, who I don't know. Who's that? Are you, he means she probably means like some sort of Lord of their manor. Grantamian. Oh, he's, <clears throat> he. Uh, hmm. Is she on? A, she means. Does she mean the little English sort of thing mentality going on here? You might want to read, uh, there's a reason an Englishman dresses so elegantly to garden. That's because, like Lord Grantham, they seldom actually do any of the work. The English style of gardening is decidedly Granthamian. An Englishman will survey his land, perfectly dressed, and direct his staff. He will look perfect. Later over a cup of tea, he will remark how rewarding gardening can be. Gardening, yes. So Grantham, okay. Um, and number eight, this is something I asked you when I first met you. Well, no, 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 let's go back to that. So do you, okay. do you consider me coming across as a, as a snobby land owner no. type thing? No, 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 no. Exactly, just, but don't come just, on my land. Just get out of my yard. <laughs> she's just, I, this is just her observation. And remember, her, her, her Englishmen, they live here in the States. Oh, so she's, this is her same thing. Um, number eight, yep. you will never make tea exactly right. No, no, 
Never. No. I've never had a decent cup of tea in the States. It's impossible. It's something, I don't know if it's your water or something. I have no idea. What's your milk? You, well, th- there is the question. And I think we went over this before. I don't even know if we even talked about it or if we, it was a big Twitter. I think it was a Twitter conversation. Oh, it was. Yes, I remember that. With Alex. And that was, do you, and I thought this was, I thought you were pulling my leg. No. Do you, do you put the milk in first? Or the tea in first. <clears throat> See now, this and, is this is where the you know, like controversy comes because I, a... I I do it my way, but a lot of people don't like it the way I do it. How do you? So do I it? put the tea bag in because I can't be bothered with all that teapot nonsense anymore. So put the tea bag in, pour a little bit of milk in, then add the water, and then just slop it all around. Now there's going to be people listening that are going like British people going, oh no, that's not how you do it. Because I was told, so you put the tea, the, you put the water, mm-hmm. and then the tea bag. Mm-hmm. Well, or no. the tea bag and then okay. the water. Okay. Tea bag, then you pour your hot water, yep. and then you add your milk. That's another way of doing it, yes. No, no. how did you do it? I, I put the tea bag into the, gl- into the cup. Yes. Add, some, uh, add a little bit of milk, and, and then, then add, add the water, which is considered sacrilege amongst certain types. So you... Sh- so so so, how do they think you should do it? Well, they you know the tea should be brewed properly in the teapot. You should have like X amount of tea oh, leaves put in yes. spoons of tea leaves. Then you you let your pot hot hot you know heat up a bit with a little bit of water, and then you just let the tea soak and filter around the little teapot. And then you get your strainer and you pour your tea into your cup, and then you add the milk afterwards. But but there are those that also. There are those that do the tea there are those. and then the milk. And then there are those that do the milk and then the tea. I know. And, I, and I'm told, who is it that, I guess it was Alex that told me, trust me, it tastes different. It does. Every uh, way, you produce it uh, loads of different ways, it tastes different. It tastes different. But if I come to your country, if I, when I come over to Florida and I did it exactly the same way, it's tasted completely different. Mm, it's American water. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. Well, I've tried it with my coffee. I've done like, I'll put the, the creamer in the cup and then I'll pour the coffee in. And then I've done the coffee and I poured the creamer. It tastes exactly the same to me. <laughs> yeah, but coffee's exactly. not a subtle taste. Coffee's <gasps> a harsh taste. What? Yes. You know, I was all surprised that you used tea bags because I thought no proper tea drinker would ever in a million years use a tea bag you would use loose tea leaves and then you would steep it and you would warm the pot do you know how bloody inconvenient that is well it's a cup of tea it's it's tradition and all oh well i don't oh we used to do it i remember we did we did it that way when i was a kid so all right. Okay. But no, well. tea bags have corrupted the whole tea drinking experience now, and now it's just damn those Lipton people. <laughs> Ugh. Okay. Number nine. Hmm. <clears throat> you don't. Okay. She says you don't want to read the ingredients on. Um. Oh, what is that? This favorite Englishman's. Oh. Okay. Anyway, his comfort <laughs> foods will horrify you. <laughs> And although she says that America has some truly misguided foods like jello mold salad or tuna and it gets worse the, as you go back, that that it never reaches the the level of the foods the Englishmen will fondly recall from their childhoods, like birds 
custard. Bird's eye custard. What's wrong what with that? What is that? She said you don't want to read the ingredients on it. I have no idea what's in it. Oh, it's just a yellow pasty type thing. Powder. <laughs> it's, a yellow... it's a bird's custard powder. What, no, it's what not... do you do with it? Birds is the make. It's not actually made from birds. <laughs> no, I know, but is it is it like a mix? Like a... Yeah, it's like a powdered mix, and then you add uh, water or milk. I can't remember now. It's probably instant custard now. So, and then you just—it's just like um, like a liquid, like a, a thick liquid, and you just pour it over your jam sponge or your ice, whatever else you want to put it on, some sort of cake thing, and it tastes lovely. Don't well, you have custard said, in the states? Yes, I do. So, I make creme and glass all the time. So what's um, she but, talking about? But she said, even if you, hold on, even if you, okay, don't bother trying to make a homemade version with eggs and fresh cream because Englishmen will always <laughs> prefer the neon yellow birds version. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> we like and our then, yellow food. Um, and then Branston pickle is another mystery. Hey, you, this, you're not telling mystery. me you don't have Branston Pickle in the States. No, I would have not. It sounds like a place. I, I live in Branston Pickle. doesn't even <laughs> sound like a food. I'm in a Branston mm -hmm. Pickle. Branston Pickle. Yes, and she says she thinks it starts with vegetables, but it's processed with what must be gallons of vinegar, pounds of sugar, and yeah. a few weeks of boiling. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> What's wrong so, with these uh, foods? They're lovely. I'm... I'm so... What what is toad in the hole? <laughs> it is is a sausage wrapped in batter, in sort of like oh, that's what toad it's in like. a hole. It's like pigs in a blanket. So it's sort of, sort of a big a big <laughs> mound of batter with sausages stuck in the middle of it. Yes, we we kind of call those pigs in a blanket, which is a sausage type thing wrapped well, in like a pancake. We call that sausage roll. Toad in the hole. What? Oh, this one. This one sounds kind of dirty. A bubble and squeak. <laughs> what is a bubble and squeak, man? Can we say it here on the podcast? Or? Bubble. Well, you have now. Mind you, well, I know, even, but even can we I, describe it? Even if I told you we couldn't say it, you, that wouldn't stop you, would it? Fanny, fanny, fanny. Your your food sound like like they sound a little dirty. Toad in the hole, <laughs> bubble and squeak, and rumbly thumps. Do you know what? We're a little dirty nation. That's why <laughs> everything sounds that way. Okay, what is a bubble and squeak? It's just lettuce and with mashed potato and it's veg it's vegetable base with mashed potato and you mash it all up and that's bubble and squeak. You normally have it on breakfast. Really? Mm. Mashed potato and lettuce? I know. Don't There's ask. There's a combination it's, it's, it's that I would comes... not put together. I don't know. I think, but I, would... the, I think a lot of these foods come from the war when like food was hard to come by. So they mm. had to They're be so... creative. Mm. Okay, and what is a rumbly thump? Because I would like to have one. <laughs> Do you know, <laughs> I, like I have, have no clue what that is. You don't know what a rumbly... Oh, let, we're Googling this right here in the air. A rum... Rum... You don't know what a rumbly thump is. No. Rumble... Oh, there it is. And there's recipe. Rumbledy thumps. What the hell is a rumbledy thump? It's a... Oh, you're going to diss it because where it's from. It's a traditional dish from the Scottish borders. Oh, well, that'd be why I don't know it. It looks like shepherd's that, pie to me. Oh, it is. Potato, cabbage, and onion. Like an Irish colcannon, colcannon, which... Mm, an English bubble and speak. Oh, see, squeak. Those are... <laughs> Okay, I know what that is. There we go. I've done that before where you mash the potatoes and then you put the cabbage and you put bacon and onion and then you melt butter and you put it in the center. Oh, my God, I could live on that. Anything with mashed potatoes. Oh, baby, it's perfect food. Okay, well, I love those names. I'm just going to start using these, them. These pictures, actually, of that last one, that rumple thump, look quite delicious. <laughs> I'm quite That's hungry like the, now. I, I would like to. Oh, 
I'd like to rumbly thump myself. Oh, well, save that for after oh. the show, Missy. Bubble and squeak. Okay. It will be. <laughs> Toad in the hole. Okay, number 10. This is the uh -oh. last one. Here we go. Here we go. He will continue to be unintentionally hilarious. What? <laughs> even when they don't mean to be. Eccentric doesn't even begin to cover it. I hope it is unintentional because I struggle to be intentionally funny. So <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> that just proved. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, <sighs> yeah, so, so unintentionally hilarious. You don't mean to be funny, but... But you are. But we are. Why? What? Because we talk funny and eat strange food. She said. And talk she just, weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rumbledy thump. Oh, that's that's. Hmm. Yes. Um. She said that she she was writing the article and she told him that she's writing about eccentric things that English husbands do. What's the funniest thing he does? He said, "I don't do any. I'm not eccentric at all. I don't do anything funny or odd." As he's waving two pieces of toast over his head to cool them off. How else would you call them? It makes perfect sense. Ponder the fact that the English invented the toast rack for just this purpose. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, that was fun. So you got, uh, you pretty much agreed with everything except the fashion thing, I think. Oh, but that's just me because I'm not fashionable in any shape, way, or form. Basically, because because of my shape, weight, and form. Oh, she... <gasps> oh well, that's that's. Exciting. I, I could see, I could see, yeah, I could, I could see most of these. I know yeah. they're kind of like stereotypes. I'm going to have to find one for, in, for American women now, aren't I? I'm sure they're out there. Oh, <sighs> God. Dear. This is, this is the, 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 the Daleks got me. That was pretty funny. <laughs> we couldn't think of any way to get them up the stairs. So we just made them in trash. They can. fly. They don't know. That's not true. They can go upstairs. <laughs> It'd be a pretty pointless conquering force if they couldn't climb the stairs oh my gosh <laughs> it's too funny yes but i know i guess it's like the equivalent of saying you know all american men wear cowboy hats or you they know do, don't they and boots i thought so and sheriff badges speaking of boots <laughs> i just got a pair of red cowboy boots i just had to share that with you they're so beautiful i just don't want to take them off <laughs> are you going line dancing I threatened to go to bed with them on. They're beautiful. <laughs> they're, they're, they're red leather boots and they have like little flowers embroidered in them. In the leather. Oh, they're so, I love them. Are you getting the flared cowgirl skirt as well next? Are you saving it up bit by bit to go? I'm a cowgirl skirt kind of girl. I'd rather wear them with jeans. Well, that I, mean, I, don't, I don't go honky tonking or anything. It's not like. <laughs> Honky tonk. See, oh, you say talk. we've got weird words. You got honky tonk. That's a Nashville term. Loretta wants you sing to the baby. Sing to the baby. No, not again. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> they're my sing to the baby shoes. This is pretty exciting. So I just had to share that with the listeners. Now, was these a birthday present? Because someone had a birthday this week just gone. I did have a. I did have a birthday. I did. I did, I did. I worked almost the entire day, so that was. But I did. I had a, I had a lovely birthday. I had cake, but um, the family got the cake, which was really great of them. And um, but they didn't get any candles. Or custard. Or custard. So they put a match <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> I had to Instagram it. 
put a match in there and they wanted to like, mom, let's take a picture of you. Okay. So I'm like leaning over it. And they had to go through like eight matches before they could get the match and me before the match. It was funny. But yes, it was a lovely birthday. Thank you. Obviously, I'm not going to ask how old you were. I'm just going to... I'll tell you. The fact I that turned... you're 26 for the ninth year in a row. I'm 29. Uh-huh. Again. Again, yeah. I've gotten really good at it. you got all to save all the cards. It looks like you're more popular every year. I got a lot of practice being 29. I found an age I liked. I'm sticking with it. That's all there is to it. Oh, it's just a number, Madden. Another trip around the sun. Oh, yes. No, I ain't got mine yet, though. Mine's still a little while away, thank God. Oh, they just sneak up on you, don't they? They sneak up and smack you over the head. Like, uh... But I did I did go eat at a Brazilian grill for my birthday. Have you ever eaten at a Brazilian grill? Is that the one where you can put a red sign up and a green sign up? Yes! Yes! And I... they bring meat to your table on these long skewers. I hear we have one in London, but I haven't found <gasps> it yet. Oh, my gosh. Forget the curry. Go to the Brazilian grill. If you like meat... Mm-hmm. Oh, baby. I was so excited. They have this huge, like, um... um it's like a salad bar, but it's more than that. I mean, they had they had fried bananas and they had they had hot foods and soups and every kind of wonderful salad, vegetable, fruit combo. They had like antipasta. I guess I call it antipasta, but I'm sure they don't because it's a Brazilian grill and that would be dumb. But they have um they have all that and then you get your food and you go to your table and then they come around constantly, constantly rotating the dining room with these big skewers of meat. Would you like some grilled pineapple? Would you like some teriyaki chicken? Would you like bubble? There's all these different. Would you like filet? Would you like fish? It was great. But they did have um, it kind of bothered me a little bit. They came around and there's these little skewers and these little tiny pieces of meat, like real little. Like, is that a chicken heart? <laughs> what? Yes. And they they call him this fancy Brazilian name because they'll they'll tell you the name and then they're like, would you like blah, 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 blah. I don't know what it is. And I will say, what is that? And they'll say, oh, it's steak. Okay. <laughs> it sounds so much better when they use the Brazilian name. But these were they had a name for him like you know Pollo. What is heart? Pollo Corazon. No, I don't know. It's something like that. And um, yeah, I said those those can't be a those can't be a big seller. I can't imagine people like load my plate up with those. Mm. If they were chicken livers, I would have taken the whole thing. But they were chicken hearts. So I was like, oh, you just can't do it. We told the kids at our table they were nuggets. Hey, you want some? They're Brazilian oh, nuggets. <laughs> they're very popular with the kids. Oh, oh these yeah. are good. I don't know. So, yeah, but it was really fun. So I would highly recommend that. Well, I'm not sure about the chicken heart part. But no, I'll no, no, no. I the rest. I've kind of bypassed those. No, thank you. But it was great. And then you and then you forget to turn your little your little thing to, you know. Red. Red. So they keep coming. Stop it! Stop, little pot, stop. But yeah, and then they cut it, but it's really kind of dangerously close to your face and you have your little tongs. Okay, grab your tongs. Can't you use my fingers? Grab your tongs and then like they'll cut it and you have to like tongue it off. <laughs> Give it a good tongue. Right I'm a tongue, you rumbledy thump. And um <laughs> Put it on, put it on the plate. So it was good. It was a good. It was it was actually quite delicious. And then I went for my exciting evening out. I went to dinner, and then um, I went to play miniature golf. Oh God, it's a killer <laughs> of an evening. Try isn't not it? to be jealous. <laughs> Woohoo! Living it up in the big city on my birthday. 
Last birthday, I have no recollection of what I did. That's how good my one was. Oh, I'm telling you, there was meat and there was there was miniature golf. So, and it was a beautiful night. So it was fun. And there was a candle with a match in it. You're living that was, it up. You're living I, the dream. I don't I'm, know whose dream, but they're <laughs> who wouldn't want to be me, right? I'm just saying right now. <laughs> oh, it was fun. It was fun. Kids had a good time. Like, <sighs> had a wonderful time. It was good. Got, I got a couple hole in one, so that was exciting. I bet you did. It was your birthday toad, after all. Toad in a hole. Got some toad in a hole. Um, Steady. Yeah, so that was that was good. Good times. Good times had by all. And then you went miniature golfing. Then I went miniature golfing. <laughs> and then there's a sign. There's a sign when you go in the miniature golf place. Like, I mean, you know, you need some. You need any four. Suicidal pills. No way you're here. And there's this big sign there, and it says, please do not swing putter above your knees. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, is that an issue? It must be, because they needed to put a sign up. Are people out there, you know, trying to be all Tiger Woods with their little <laughs> miniature golf putter? 12-foot course. Slice! Four! You know, really? Is that? It must be an issue, because they had a sign made that tells you not. Just swing it above your knees. It's pretty funny. That's health and safety for you. I've got to cover all the bases. <laughs> you got to cover all the idiots. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was funny. It's like, oh, all right. And then and then there's one <laughs> rounding the corner. You know how when you play miniature golf, they have a, a cement curb around each hole so mm -hmm. that when you, it doesn't, obviously, it keeps the ball on the, on the green. And this one, like, had a whole chunk just gone. That's because so, someone swung it above their knees and it just it went was, straight. It was huge. And I just kind of thought, isn't this kind of defeating the purpose? We all went out. So we all had to bring the ball back in. It's kind of funny. It was like <laughs> it was kind of like the mystery hole. Why is this missing on this one? I don't know. I don't understand. But it was fun. It was a good, it was a, it was a lovely night. Weather was beautiful. <laughs> no issue changed from the good to a lovely night. <laughs> it was a lovely night. It was lovely. It was good. And I did not swing the putter above my knees. Well, because you read the sign. You obeyed the health and safety warning. And then, just for fun, I was going to put one last ditch hurrah for my birthday and play air hockey because it was like at the Salem Arcade and the air hockey game was down. <sighs> God said no. That's what you get for lying about your age. It, no, just not allowed. I, you just you was, not allowed. No, air I went hockey. home and I ate my cake. My cake with a match in it. <laughs> You did take it? the match out first, I assume. I did. It went through like eight matches before we could actually get through the entire happy birthday song. Psh, over 21, it would have been perfect. I know. Well, just... It was lovely. So, thank you. I, do you know, I escaped the office. I'm now out of the office again. Thank God I'm free again. What do you mean you're out of the office? Well, I got, I got taken into the office, didn't I, to learn the things in there. So I had to leave the road... And I had to sit behind a desk all day. And long. you hated that. I hated it. That's horrendous. That was boring. Oh. Oh, Madden. I'm free again now, though. You just want to be a man of the people. You don't want to. You don't want to. <laughs> right? No. I, no, I've done, I've done my time in the manager's chair sort of thing. I don't want to do it again. Oh. But you know what? But the world needs good managers like you, Carl. 
They need people who care. And you should, maybe you're depriving the employees of that fine establishment of good managerial skills. I can live with that. (laughs) You just don't want to do it, huh? No, I don't want to do it. So I just want to drive. Oh, just give me the road and a wheel. An open road and the radio. Uh, And I'm done. You don't want to sit behind a desk all day. What kind of loser does that no, all day long, yes. every day, in front of a computer screen with Who a pillow would? behind her back? Who would do that? In a dark room. Who would do that? Nobody I know. Shh, lame. Say <laughs> <laughs> anything. Oh, golly gee. Yeah, well. Oh, well. It's the way it goes. I don't know. So well, I'm glad. I'm glad that you're free at last. Free at last. Free. I'm free at last. You do not. You're not confined to that horrible office. Mm -mm. Doing horrible office things. Mm -mm. No. I I would drive. I would drive my jeep all day if someone said, "Hey, we'll pay you to drive your jeep all day." Okay. Any excuse to climb in Indy, isn't it? That's all. Oh, any. You know, it's true. Any excuse I get to drive her, I will do it. I will do it. Let's shift away, baby. <laughs> love it. Love it, love it, love it. So you are, we are actually recording kind of late tonight because I had to work this morning and then I was rushing in. And you told me, well, as long as we get it done soon because I have to go. Where are you going then? I'll get to the pub. What do you think I'm going? <laughs> you're going to the pub. I thought it was like, oh, you're not feeling well. or <clears throat> you, know, you, just, you just have a... A big old sign of beer with your name on it waiting uh, for you. I got to drive to my friend's house and then go to the pub. So I was getting most concerned as the clock was ticking down, thinking, where the bloody is she? Oh, I was cutting into inebriation time. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. See, well, this is my dedication to the show. Oh. There is nothing you won't sacrifice. Well. <laughs> <laughs> we should do one show while you... you you know, I wonder if there's any way we could do a, a show while you're in. I guess it'd be too noisy, yes. wouldn't it? In Come the pub. over here, and then we could do our show from a pub. In the pub. With a little audience of like drinkers going, "What the bloody hell are they doing over there?" Hey, are you going to the Are you going to the British Tech Bash? I am. I've got my tickets. And that in is when in July. Time about a month, just under a month's time now. Oh yeah. Are, are you podcasting live from the bash? No, they're recording shows there, but then it's not going out live, I don't think. Oh, well, that's too bad. There's always that excitement of it being live. Mm. Well, I'm not on any shows, so I can just get drunk this time. Just do it. <laughs> just <laughs> instead of photo bombing, you should podcast bomb. <laughs> hey, just walk in there and do that. Just be pass fine. the microphone and go. Uh. Uh. <sighs> oh, man. Well, have a good time tonight. You be careful. You be safe. Thank you. You enjoy. I don't want to. I don't want any. You know, Randy reports on Twitter. Randy. Randy. When do I get Randy? Oh. I only know that because of Austin Powers. Oh. Yeah, baby. Mhm. Mhm. Well, Mister Madden, where can we find you well, on you that can, thing known as the interweb? You can find me either on Twitter at Claw zero one zero one or on Google Plus, as well as our community there. Oh, we have a community there. We know you. We have because I told you about it last week. You've oh, still know. not posted I anything. Wrote on it. I did. I wrote. I wrote. I wrote something on that. No, you didn't. Yeah, huh? I did. So I did. Write, I write. I wrote on our. Um, I wrote something on the here and there page. Did you? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll be blowed. See. I think you're making it up as you go along. 
No. You're thinking that's a load of bollocks. <laughs> Bullocks. Bullocks, but it's not. I really did. And you can you can find me. Thanks for asking that in on <laughs> Facebook.com forward okay, slash. Ma'am. Okay, ma'am. <laughs> Whack Attack or on Twitter at Missing Whack. Or you can find my series of very helpful YouTube tutorials on all things photography related at missingwhack.com. And you can find me on Google Plus too. I'm hey. somewhere. I'm never there, but I'm on it. So my last burning question is, have you finally got BJ and the Bear music out of your head? That entire <laughs> that entire two days. Rolling on to Dallas, my wheels provide my palace. Oh, I couldn't stop it. My kids are like, what are you singing? I couldn't stop. It was awful. And I just had to like, you know, it's like when you want to eat, like if you get a craving for something and mm -hmm. then you just have to have a lot of that something to get it out of your system. That was me with BJ and the Bear. I just sing it over and over and over and over again until I didn't want to sing it anymore. And I finally did. But it took a couple days. I could not stop singing. So I've and then I started now. Googling Greg Evigan. <laughs> What? If I was to start playing it now, it would no. mess your brain up again. No, no, no. Don't, um, don't. I just got that little monkey out of my mind. <laughs> you got him off your back and into you. Got that little monkey out of my mind. But yeah, I just, I know. I, and then I went on this Greg Evigan kick and I started, you know, started. Looking, what, looking I started for naked pics? Up and, mm, I, don't, I don't think he's really doing anything now. He does like little, little bit roles on, you know, CSI Miami or Desperate Housewives, but, you know, it's not the same without his monkey. <laughs> it's okay that he's older. I just wish that the well, monkey was with him. I want to see his monkey. <laughs> but you do. I do. I just, you know, he's fine, but if the monkey's not there, I'm not as excited about it. <laughs> so, Greg, you see your monkey, we'll be back to where we were. Well, we've got no reviews this week to read, so we can just skip over that bit. <laughs> We're skipping. Hey, it's a great show. I give it five stars. Hmm. But please, please go leave us some reviews. We're, we're going to get better at, at, at being consistent with this podcast. Don't so curse us again. That alone should garner some stars. Aim at in. Well, you'd think so, but who I knows? But yes, you can find us on iTunes. We're the only, if you just type in here or there, we pop right up. We do. We spring. We spring into life. That's well, what she said. I got one then. Hang on. Where is it? That's what she said. There you go. There we go. Thank you. I'm still Thank trying to sort out my audio setup here properly. It's all right. Your mind's on beer right now. Oh, God, yes. I'm six minutes late as well. Damn it. <sighs> all right. Well, you have fun. And everybody, you have a wonderful week. And thanks for listening. Absolutely. We'll see you next time. Until then. Bye. Cheerio.